0: Welcome to The Shaleen Show. It's Brett. I'm actually recording this on Thursday, Shaleen's birthday. I don't know if you know this, but Shaleen does six podcasts per week. Three for The Shaleen Show, two for Build Your Tribe, and one Patreon a week. And today is her birthday and I told her, I said, you're not working on your birthday. So what you're about to hear today is one of her Patreon episodes and this story is crazy. I don't know if you know how awesome Patreon is, and it's only $5. So what you're about to hear is the level called Between Friends. It's super cool. You guys even have your own theme song. But if you're looking for me unfiltered with Shalene, that's a different level. It's called The Vault. But you know what? It's not my birthday. It's Shalene's birthday. So if you want to support the show... And you really love the Friday episodes where she goes deep, then Patreon is a must. It's basically like Fridays times 10. So what we did was we put a link at the top of the show notes, and that'd be a really cool thing for you to do. So what you get with Patreon is you get the extra stuff, and then you get all the regular shows that you listen to all the time with no ads. All right, here we go. Let's talk about. Between friends. between friends between friends between friends between
1: friends okay this stays just between friends sound quality should be better today because i asked if i could borrow brett's car his car's can you tell how quiet his car is my car sounds like i'm in a convertible semi-truck driving in traffic it's so loud but anyways that's a whole nother story so today i tell a story that i've never told before and you know what i guess there's a possibility that this person is listening but i just don't even care because this stays between friends and i feel like enough time has hopefully passed that maybe they've this person has gone away it's hard to say okay so and you guys you know that i am super I never say I'm famous, like, because I'm not, duh. Like, I'm not famous. Nobody knows who I am. I mean, you know who I am because you listen to The Shalene Show or whatever. And people know me who... A lot of people know think they know me because they did my workout videos, right? So, And that's kind of a weird thing. So let me start with that. People who listen to The Shalene Show, you freaking know me. We are friends. You know, and my content is... I don't want to say it's polarizing, but like you are either into it or you're not. And the people who are not into it, I usually don't have much in common with those people. I have a lot in common with people who listen to the Shaleen Show, which is why I've always said, and hello, like even on a deeper level the people who listen to Patreon. So if you're listening to Between Friends or especially if you're in the vault, like this means we have a lot in common and we like spending time together. Which is why when I meet people who listen, I always want you to tell me that you listen because it's kind of a secret code that you are normal, as I define normal, (laughs) which means it's kind of a secret way of saying, Shaleen, you're going to like me. Because if you don't get my show, then I'm probably not going to like you as much. Am I making any sense? I know I am. I, I don't even need to question myself. That's why I'm always saying, like, if you see me, don't run up and say, I've done all your workouts, even if you have you need to tell me to listen to the show. Otherwise I could potentially mentally, I can't help it. I'm just going to be triggered. And I might think that you are one of those people who thinks they know me because they did my workouts. That's to say, if somebody had a video of you doing your job for like 10 days, would that person really know you? Of course not. They're like they're seeing you in your work element. They're seeing you the professional version of you, the version that was hired by somebody else and you don't want to piss that person off. You know what I mean? Like they're not they don't know who you are even if they watch those 10 videos over and over and over again. And that's what happens with exercise videos is people get a couple of workouts that they really like and then they watch them over and over and over and over. I know because I've done it myself. A long time ago, I mean, like, I'm trying to think of videos that I... Like, Gin Miller. You're probably too young to even know who Gin Miller is, but she invented the Step platform. I'm trying to think of someone else whose videos I watched over and over again. Kathy Smith. I watched Kathy Smith videos over and over. I would have assumed that I kn- knew who she was, and then one day I actually met her and realized, no, I really don't know who she is. My point is that people watch these videos over and over until they, they have every... Mannerism, every silly phrase that you said, every weird. Th- and can you imagine if one hour or one 30 minute snippet of your life was recorded and there was someone out there who watched it, that one 30 minute snippet, watched it over and over and over and over and over again for years? They would think that a lot of those things you said and did in those 30 minutes are who you are. And so this happens when people watch exercise videos because, you know, they like that particular workout and they can't help but like hear your stupid joke and those things that you say and the things you do. And I filmed it and I know other fitness people like rewatch their videos and do them as a workout, which, you know, like no judgment. Like I could never do that. I would pick myself apart. I would find myself so annoying. Like I just couldn't do that. That's just me. Like I just couldn't. Sometimes I'll re-listen to my podcast especially when people are like, wow, that was not what I was expecting. I'm like, "Uh uh-oh, what did I say? And I might just like re-listen to it to see what I said. You know, you move on with your life. You don't re-watch your life. And so these people would get these videos and they would watch them over and over and over again and they they would start quoting you and they'd be like, do you remember when you said blah, blah, blah? I'm like, no, how would I remember that? But like, I know it's, for them, I didn't say it once. For them, I might've said it thousands of times. So what happened when, the consumer videos hit the market right so first i did videos for fitness instructors and a fitness instructor watched one of my videos very differently they would watch it to write down the choreography suggestions on how to you know cue the moves and then they're done <laughs> you know they they go teach the class and they make it their own but when consumers started doing the workouts it just kind of got weird for me because i would have these people who again thought they knew me but also they would give me credit for something I didn't do like they would just be get so emotional when they would see me they're like you helped me to lose the weight and it was such a strange disconnect for me cuz I'm like but wait you did it all like I'm happy I was a part of that journey but it just would feel so weird to me like why are they giving me credit they did it like they could have done anybody's workout but anyways what started happening when the consumer videos hit is I started getting like these really weird letters and weird responses from people in social media, most of which, not all, most of which were female. I'm going to tell you a couple of stories at some point here on Patreon about other crazy stalker situations, but today I'm going to tell you about this one. So, you know, I started to get these messages and, and they would be... A little alarming you know like you could tell that this was someone who it felt like stalking like they would say hey about a year ago you posted or you went live on something or whatever and i remember seeing in the background on your counter there was like an envelope and it was like a pink envelope and it looked like it was from so and so like weird bizarre why are they stopping my video screen grabbing it zooming in going to like a forensics lab to figure out who the envelope on my counter was from strange stuff like that or hey just wanted to say happy birthday to Rocco isn't today Rocco's birthday I'm like holy like why does this person know when my dog was born and Eventually, I started realizing it was coming from, you know, you tend, the first time it happens, you're like, that's weird. And then you start to like save those messages so you can go, is this the same person? And it started being the same person. And then that person started following like everyone who was following me. And then they would start interacting with my friends from high school and friends from, you know, the videos. And they knew everything and they would like listen so intently. And then they would say things that would freak out some of my friends like, oh, you and Chalene probably had such a great time when you did blah, blah, blah. And my friends would be like, how does this person know this? And it might've been something I mentioned randomly in a story and this person would like be a detective and put two and two together. It just felt like this particular person had like a command center where they had a board up like the FBI of all the names and all the people in my life and were like drawing lines and connections and timelines and had pictures of them up next to their name and it started to really freak me out. And it started to freak me out when they started interacting with my kids and I'm like, do not respond. I think I told them to block them. I can't remember. But at that point I was also afraid to block this person because even though I was not responding to them after I figured out what was going on, I felt like I kinda needed to know what was coming next. I kinda needed to know if it got crazier or elevated, but I wasn't engaging. All right, so fast forward. I keep an eye on this person and just at a distance and I'm really careful because I have other people that help me with my social media. And sometimes this person would get accidentally replied to and I would see it and I'd be like, do not reply because I knew I was dealing with a borderline, or assumed I was dealing with a borderline personality. I just didn't know a lot at that point about borderline personalities, but I I did know that I didn't want to give them anything to hang on to. All right, so fast forward, we go to this event. It's a, a large fitness convention, I'll say that. And I wasn't even thinking about this person being there because there's like tens of thousands of people that are there and they're there to see all their favorite fitness professionals and this is a beach body convention obviously and this is oh gosh 2012 maybe I think it's like 2012 and I noticed before that event I get a message from this person kind of alluding to the fact that they're going to be there, but they didn't say that in particular. They were just like, Hey, I'd like to spend some time with you this weekend if you can get away. And I'm like, Oh boy. You know, so it's kind of like in the back of my mind that they could be there. So they arranged for us to go into, to get up to our room. Cause there's like all of the attendees are there and I have a hired security person and the security person isn't because like I I now realize when people say they have security, like normal famous people, they have security because, you know, like Justin Bieber's got security because someone might attack him. Someone might like just grab him and try to kiss him or like pull out, I don't know, rip his shirt or whatever. For us at this event, they would hire security for the trainers so that we could get back and, we could get to our next venue and be on time. Because when you have like thousands and thousands and thousands of People were in network marketing and part of their business is social media and you know to, to establish that they have a relationship with one of the top trainers could help their business. And so as you might expect, you're in this venue and there's thousands of people and you see this trainer walk by and people would like rightfully so, like, hey, can I get a picture? Can I get a picture? And you just, you feel like a jerk if you say yes to 10 people and no to the 11th person, but you have to say no to the 11th person because you're going to get in trouble because there's now a room full of, whatever, 5,000 people waiting for you to get up on stage, and now you're late because the last person you took a photo with, her battery died, and then she couldn't take the photo so we had to find somebody else who could take the photo on their phone and was willing to text it to her later and do this whole exchange and meanwhile you're standing there and you're like oh my god I'm gonna be late you know what I mean so the security people were hired mainly to get us from point a to point b as fast as possible and to kind of be the bad guy So that when people ask for a photo, even though you want to do that, like it's so nice. It's so, you know, like it's great for your ego, but it doesn't feel like an ego thing in that situation. It just feels like, oh my gosh, anything that I do, I'm going to make people mad. I'm going to either be late for this next event or I'm going to upset this person if I say no. So they had the security people do that for you, which was really kind of nice. And sometimes they would actually, the security people would be like, oh, I'll take the photo for you. Like if they had time, they would. Okay, so they had security for us and they had arranged with the hotel kind of a... I guess you would call it like a staff elevator. I'm not sure what the right term is, but I don't know if you've ever noticed this when you stay in a hotel, but you never see people in the elevator who have the carts for room service. And that's because the staff has their own set of elevators. And those elevators go up to an area usually like by the laundry room or whatever. So, And, and those elevators aren't nice like the elevators that the public uses to go to their rooms. They're like, they feel very industrial, right? They're kind of like dirty usually inside or whatever, but they're bigger. Okay, so they had all of the security people like know where those elevators were because then you could get into an elevator and you would just be with the hotel staff. You wouldn't, as opposed to being in an elevator with people who want photos or whatever. Or a crazy person, I don't know. I I never really worried about the crazy people until this particular event. You've probably already figured this out, but we just don't trust big influencers the way that we once did. And brands have definitely figured this out, but they still need to spend advertising dollars. So they're spending it on people who are authentic and real, and they don't care how many followers you have. They're giving brand deals to people not because of the size of their following, but because they have followers who actually know that they're real and authentic. And the cool thing is it doesn't matter what you look like. It doesn't matter how many followers you have. It doesn't matter whether you're in shape or out of shape or have gray hair or you're 50 pounds overweight. It does not matter. If you're real and authentic, people can relate. They like that and they listen to you and brands are looking for that. But here's the thing that you have to understand. They're not coming to you. They're not gonna find you because there's too many people who are like that. You have to go to them. And there are a few things you need to have in place before you go doing that. You need to know who to reach out to and how to pitch yourself. I've really boiled it down to about eight steps that you need and I'm gonna share them with you. All you have to do is go to shaleen.com forward slash (laughs) get a deal. Got it? shaleen.com forward slash get a deal. You just drop your email address in there and boom, I will email you back all the instructions you need to get a deal. All right, shaleen.com forward slash get a deal. All right, so anyways, we get into the elevator and everything's good. And I catch a glimpse of who I think is this person in the crowd. And my heart is racing. And I'm like, mm, maybe my mind is playing tricks on me. I mean, there's a lot of people. And I've never seen this person before in person. I'd just seen their profile picture. And you know how some people just don't even look like their profile picture. But there was something about this person's face that I was like, oh, I think that was them. And they were just, like, staring at me. And they were by themselves. And I'm like, oh, and, you know, I said something to the security guy and showed him a picture. And he was, you know, he's like, all right, I'll keep an eye out. And so I can't remember what it was. It was the very same day. Like, the event hadn't even started yet. We had just kind of, like, checked in. Like, not – everyone wasn't even there yet. And I can't remember why because now it's been, like, whatever, 10 years. But I had to go – I was with everybody, and I, I think I told the security guy, like, I'm fine. I know where the elevator... And my, my room was right by the security elevator. So it was like, no big deal. So I was like, I just got to run up and grab something and come back down in the security elevator or whatever, the um, staff elevator. And, and don't ask me why or what happened or why that was, but I jumped in the elevator myself. This is the same day, but later. And guess who's in the corner of the staff elevator as the doors closed. Yep, it was her, and I kid you not, my effing heart was pounding out of my chest. And you know I'm not a worrier, and I, I usually am the one who like thinks nothing bad could ever happen, which is how I end up in some really stupid situations all my life. But my heart was racing and I got a like an evil feeling from this person and she was like oh hi I was hoping we run into each other oh my gosh this is great and I I was just like I was so in shock I couldn't say all the things are going through my head, like how in the hell do you know even about this elevator? How did you know I was about to step into this elevator? Like all the things are going through my head, like I just couldn't figure it out. Like I still to this day, I'm like, how were they in that elevator? How do they know about that elevator? How were they in it when I got in it? Like none of this made sense to me. Then my head is like spinning trying to figure this out. And she is a close talker, which is another thing that now triggers me. You know, that person who like, they get an inch away from your nose, and no matter how much you back up, they're just right in your face, and they don't pick up on any social cues that you are trying to scramble away, but there was no place to go. And in my mind, I'm thinking, do I press the floor that I'm really getting off on? I'm trying to think quickly. Because if I press the floor that I really need to get off on, then she's gonna know what floor I'm on, and I just don't want her to do that. And so now what, what am I going to pretend I'm doing? How do I get out of here? And she's right up in my face, and she's like, I really, you know, my room number isn't, show me her room number. She's like, today I'd like for you to come to my room. This will only take 20 minutes. I don't know if you're busy right now, but, like, later today, I need you to come to my room. It'll only take 20 minutes for me to tell you what I need to tell you. And I'm like, oh, well, you, could, you can tell me right now. I'm just... I don't even know how to respond, you guys. I just, I was being very, very nice, and I was looking her in the eyes, and I was even using her name. All things I later learned you are not supposed to do with a borderline personality. In my mind, I thought I was like diffusing the situation and trying to be friendly and trying to act normal. Because also, I think it's human nature, because this is the first time I've met her in person, So again, as I've done in the past, as I think we all do, you start trying to dismiss things and you try to start thinking that you're crazy. I'm like, maybe I'm overreacting. Maybe this is just a really nice person. Maybe this is just someone who's like a really big fan and you know, they're harmless. Maybe you're making too big of a deal about this. What makes you think that you're You have a stalker. You know, like all those things where you just kind of go back and forth dismissing and then also looking at red flags. So she's demanding and it's getting more aggressive is what I would say. And she grabs my wrist and is squeezing my wrist and saying, you know, you, you really, it will take 20 minutes. I, you have 20 minutes. I've spent so much time with you and I've bought this and I have bought that. Like she's going through the list of everything she's ever bought that I'm a part of or featured or whatever. And that I owe her this and that she's spent all these hours and she's done all these things. And 20 minutes, you can't give me you're the kind of person that you say you listen to other people and that you care, and so I know you care enough, you're gonna come to my room. You know, she's like saying like all these things, and I'm like, I don't even know what to say. And I'm like, Oh, I don't huh. Maybe, you know, which is again the wrong thing to do, but I just want to get out of the elevator, and she's squeezing my wrist and she put a a note in my hand. And if I could remember what I did next, I would tell you, but I don't. I don't remember if I got off at another floor. I don't remember how I got rid of her, but I did. I think I got off at another floor and just pretended like I was going to someone else's room. <sighs> and she didn't follow me. But it, that scared me to death. This episode of The Shaleen Show is sponsored by our good friends at Organify. Organifi. I'm recording this in the evening. And one of the things I love to do in the evenings is to wind down with a hot cup of Organifi Gold chocolate. It literally tastes like a hot chocolate, you guys. I'm telling you. It's a soothing blend of medicinal mushrooms. Now, hold on. It doesn't taste anything like mushrooms. I'm telling you, it tastes like hot chocolate. And that's because they use organic cocoa, a holistic alternative to hot chocolate, and it literally calms your nervous system. It also improves your immune system. And for me, I find that I get into a deeper state of rest. So if you want to try one of the many Organifi products, I recommend that you check them out. Go to Organifi, O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com forward slash Shalene, and you're going to get 20% off. As you know, I love a ton of their products. Any place where your diet might be deficient, like you're just not getting enough of that ingredient or you wanna bolster your immune system, which is so important, especially when we're talking about hormone health, weight loss, your mental focus, all of those things, you've gotta take care of your immune system. And Organifi creates the highest quality supplements, most of which are in a powdered form, which allows you to just mix them with water, super convenient all 100% USDA certified organic ingredients. And again, you get to try them for 20% off by going to Organifi.com forward slash lean. I'm going to spell it O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com forward slash lean for 20% off.
0: See, if you were on Patreon, you wouldn't even have to sit through that ad. So what are you waiting for? Click the link below and come join us over on Patreon. Duh. All right, back to her story.
1: So I told the security guy about it, and he's like, okay, okay, I got it. Don't worry, I'll take care of it. I'm like, okay, cool. So then the next day, I'm on stage, and there's, you know, thousands of people there. And there's a point at which I was like taking questions from people in the audience. Just not not like a whole segment or whatever, but I, I think like someone, whatever, yelled something out, and then I asked them a question. I was like interacting with the audience. And all of a sudden I see her be lining for the stage and so too does the security guy and he's awesome he's got like you know triple black belt kind of guy just like super smart so so good at his job and he sees her and he interjects he he gets real close to her. He like doesn't tackle her or anything because it's not like she's done anything illegal yet. She's just keep an eye on kind of person. So he gets real close to her and she comes up to the corner of the stage and starts asking a question or something. And I can't even tell you what she asked because I went into like, I don't know, a, that mode where you're everything's kind of in slow motion and all you hear is your heartbeat in your skull And my head was just like pounding. I was never afraid for myself, ever, ever, ever. It wasn't a worry or fear I had for myself. I was always afraid that she was gonna do something to someone in my family, like one of my kids or something, or one of my friends. And so my heart is pounding, and then she says, can I, I do remember this, can I come up on the stage and give you a hug? And that's when the security guard like basically got to be the bad guy and was like, no, 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 we're not doing that next person. You know, I'm like, okay, whew. We got through that. But then I find out that she, after that event, I had friends who were in the audience and she followed them. I was like trying to get pictures with them and talk to them. I'm like, oh God, this is getting way too close. But again, she hasn't done anything where we can like eject her. I don't know how we would do that anyways. Fast forward to the following day. Now we have a a picture line. It's like a a photo op, right? And so there's this long line of people. And I forget how you qualified to to do the photo op, but like, you know, every trainer has their photos taken. And and you stood in line to take a photo with your favorite trainer. And so she, I don't know if she's going to be there for that, but I'm a little worried But I look at the whole length of the line and it's long. I think it probably took me three hours to get through all of the photos. So eventually they figured out how to do that where you didn't have to take photos for three hours, because let me tell you, your feet hurt, you're sick of smiling, you feel like you have bad breath, and you feel very inauthentic. And I hate that. So now you're just making, it's so hard to do those photo lines back then, like the way they used to do them, because it just, it felt so Because one person would come up and you'd want to connect with them, or they'd want they'd tell you something personal, and as an someone who's very empathetic, I would want to feel that with them. But you couldn't feel that with them because there was somebody ushering them away. Ten seconds later, I mean, literally, it was like photo, 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 you know, and the person would be like, "I'm going to make this really quick. I'm I'm going I'm going to say this so fast," and they would be like. I had cancer and I just want to say that, you know, the year that my, my daughter died, you got me through that. And then they're pouring tears and you're like, and you're like, do I smile? Do I cry with them? If I don't smile with them, they're not going to get their photo. This person's about to yank them away. Anyways, I digress. That was such a, I hated doing those photo lines for that reason because they would be for hours and literally 10 seconds, 10 seconds, 10 seconds. So anyways, I look at the whole length of the line and I'm not seeing her. So I'm like, I'm having a good time. We're taking photos. It's all good. I've got just a few people left. I just am so relieved that she's not there. I'm so relieved. And then I look up and who's the last person in the line? Yep. And I'm looking around, and at this point, the security guy is having a conversation, I think with Brett, because they're thinking it's over, right? Like, the, you know, whatever. And he wasn't even the person, anyways, who was kind of saying, okay, next, next, next. It was volunteers, right? So they're like two women volunteers who would be like, okay, next, okay, next, right? And they would like hold your lanyard or whatever. And I see it's her and I'm just outside my body. Like, holy what do I do? And she sees me and she comes in and I'm like, okay, we're just gonna take a photo and by the time we take the photo, he's gonna see that it's her and everything's gonna be fine. Well, she comes in real close to take the photo and she's taller than me and she's much bigger than me. And she puts her arm around my shoulder so mostly when you take a photo especially a woman you stand side by side maybe you put your arms around each other's waist but if it's a really tall guy I guess I've had a guy put his arm around my shoulder but I hadn't had a woman do that before so she puts her arm not just around my shoulder but like so that her elbow is at my neck And her hand is like hanging down kind of towards my chest. And we are very, very close. And we take the photo and I'm like, thank you. You know, and again, I'm still just trying to be like friendly and not make her mad. And she she knows she's the last person. And she keeps her arm around me and she's still smiling at the camera. And she's like, are you coming to my room or not? I need to know. And she starts squeezing her arm tighter and tighter and tighter. Until now I'm in a headlock, an upright headlock, and I'm gagging. And she's like, you just need to give me an answer right now. You're making me mad if you don't give me an answer right now. Are you coming to my room or not? And like right as I'm about to scream or lose consciousness, I mean, I wasn't that close. I wasn't like, you know what I mean? But I was like, "Uh, uh," you know, like pressure against my neck. I'm not going to over exaggerate and tell you like she was choking the life out of me. She wasn't, but she had pressure against my Adam's apple and I'm starting to panic. And right then security turns around, he sees me and he's like, Oh, and he comes over right and he goes back off, back off, back off. And he was like, he just put like, sh- I don't want to say pushes her, but like he just takes control of her energy and just starts backing her all the way up. And Kristen was there with me and Kristen was like, you know, she saw what was going on. And she just grabbed me and we sprinted off to the elevator. So the security guy told me, I said, so what, what did you do? And what do I do? And he said, okay, that is a thousand percent of borderline personality. She believes she's in a relationship with you. Anything you say or do with someone who is in this state they believe furthers your relationship. So he gave me some great tips. He's like, never look her in the eyes. Never use her name. He said, so f- as a matter of fact, I don't use your name and her name together. I say to her, you need to bring your energy down. You are scaring people here. You need to back off your energy. If you keep your energy and intensity at this level directed at anyone here, I will ask you to leave we will have the police come and escort you out like he he just basically scared her to death but didn't make it about me which i thought was really interesting and he was like you need to keep your distance from everybody here you need to mind your own but like he just basically read her the riot act in no uncertain terms and then he told me you know you don't look at her you don't address her she's invisible If she comes around you again, she becomes invisible. I'm like, oh, okay, okay, got it. And that was it. This person still does respond, text me, not text me, hello, does DM me, does DM family members that haven't blocked her. Most of of my friends and family have blocked her. I still have not because, again, and there's a few people, who are like this, not that level, but like, there's a few crazies and I just, I'm not going to block them because, because I want to know, I want to know what's coming. If, if something is coming, you know, I want to know if something goes off the deep end. (sighs) That was, that was crazy. We just got to keep this between friends, right? All right. I got a lot more stories for you guys. Thank you for being here. I also want to just want to mention that like on the vault level, sometimes, You know, someone said like, what topics are you talking about on this level versus that level? I don't know. You know, I just know this. I can be a little bit more forthcoming on the vault level. But I might talk about the same things on both levels, but just hopefully a little differently. Anyways, I hope that makes sense. I'm just very happy. Not just happy. I'm very grateful to have you. Thank you for being here. Let's keep this between friends. Okay, so I finished recording that whole story, and then I realized there's probably a bunch of other things that happened crazy stalker-wise that I need to tell you guys about, like the man that came to our office, and then the man that showed up to my fitness classes at 5.30 a.m., that those things also freaked me out enough that... I should probably tell you those stories because they're pretty interesting. But there's some other stories, too, that I think it would be interesting uh, because I've never told them before. I don't know why. Because it's not happening, like, right now. You know what I mean? Because usually on Fridays, on the Friday episode, I talk about stuff that's happening right now. So let me know in the comments on Patreon here. Let me know what you thought about the story. And do you want more stories like that? You know, things I haven't ever probably shared or maybe not with so much detail. I'd love to know you'd like that cuz i can mix it up and do that that's it's kind of fun interesting anyways huh yeah like i'm right now i'm just kind of thinking about how a couple of those things all happened at once and it made me want to stop teaching fitness it was another reason why i kind of wanted to get out of fitness cuz it felt like i felt i felt unsafe if that makes sense anyways do me a favor when we meet just promise me you're gonna be like Shalene. i listen to the Shalene show like hello pod squad hello i'm on patreon then then i'm just gonna know like okay we're besties let's sit down and chat like i don't explain who i am we can just have an adult beverage all right let's keep this between friends shall we Hey!